Okay, A-A-A. Hello everyone, long time no see, or long time no hear. Um, yeah, my name is Shadina. Um, you're listening to Football Drama. So sorry for not recording for the past two weeks. Um, I've just been out of it. School is really grabbing me by my throat, kicking my butt, throwing me in the trash. Um, and with the semester winding down, it's not going to get any better for me, which is why I impulsively made the decision to record Sunday night, not tomorrow night, Monday, which I usually record on Mondays. But I have a test to start studying for. Well, the test is Tuesday, and I haven't started looking at anything other than the recap we did in class last Thursday, but that's all out of my head. So I'm just going to spend all night Monday studying. So I'm going to just record tonight um and yeah again literally almost done with the semester like so close so far but um yeah so again my apologies if you don't hear from me if i don't upload just know that classes um are grabbing me by my throat and i'm really 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 stressed out but i'm here now i'm here now that's all that matters so i'm just going to go over all the stuff that i have on this google docs form i just have a bunch of random things um so let's just see what i got here okay um what am i doing oh footballer appreciation so i have sam kerr here i did not say or describe why she's my football appreciation so um let's see if you don't know who sam kerr is she is an australian footy player who plays as a forward for chelsea um the women's team of course she's a really good player obviously she does big things here and there i think let's see i think the reason why i added her was because she extended her contract with the chelsea women's team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she scored a winner for chelsea recently she completed a first half hat trick recently she's scoring a bunch of goals which is great for her and her team but i do think i saw yeah sam kerr extends chelsea contract until 2024 so she signed a new two-year contract which i'm assuming it ended in 2022 um and yeah that's sweet she's 28 scored 39 goals in 47 games since joining midway through the 2019 season and is thrilled to have committed her future to the women's super league champions that's right they did win the league um last season they didn't win the champions they came second to barca but still good stuff good stuff going on over there yeah that's cute she was a golden boot uh wsl golden boot winner in the last term after scoring 21 goals in 22 matches that's baller things that's cute so yeah she got my um football appreciation this week and you know you can look her up she's a great gal very talented and we love to see that so sam kerr is getting my football appreciation this week um a lot to talk about we have prem like domestic league stuff and international break also happened i'm just gonna go over prem and bundesliga stuff first and i have champions league on here oh i'm sick okay let's get through it so prem 
the stuff I have written down are old. Okay. So I guess I'll go over the last two matches for the Prem and Bundesliga. Um, so let's do that. So match day, what's 12, 11 and 12 for the Prem. That's match day eight. Too far, too far. Okay. November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, or November 5th through 7th. Southampton, Aston Villa ended 1-0 to Southampton. Man United, Man City ended 2-0 to City. Chelsea, Burnley 1-1. Crystal Palace, Wolves 2-0 uh, to Crystal Palace. Brentford, Norwich City 2-1 to Norwich City. Love that for them. Brighton, Newcastle 1-1. Everton, Tottenham 0-0. Leeds United, Leicester City 1-1. Arsenal, Watford 1-0 to Arsenal. And West Ham, Liverpool 3-2 to West Ham. Match day 12, which was this past weekend. Leicester City, Chelsea 3-0 to Chelsea. Newcastle, Brentford 3-3. Burnley, Crystal Palace 3-3. Aston Villa, Brighton 2-0 to Aston Villa. Watford, Man United 4-1 to Watford. Wolves, West Ham 1-0 to Wolves. Nord City, Southampton 2-1 to Nord City again. Okay, come on winning games. Liverpool, Arsenal 4-0 to Liverpool. Man City... Uh, Everton 3-0 to City and Tottenham Leeds United 2-1 to Tottenham. So the standings, we have Chelsea in first, second Man City, third Liverpool, fourth West Ham, and fifth Arsenal. Um, bottom three, I really ignore like the middle section. Let me not be rude. Sixth is Wolves, seventh Tottenham, eighth Man United, ninth Brighton, tenth Crystal Palace, eleventh Everton, twelfth place Leicester City, 13th Southampton, 14th Brentford, 15th Aston Villa, uh, 16th Watford, Leeds United, 17th, bottom three, Burnley, North City, and Newcastle. So, um, things are looking a bit consistent at the top. Uh, this is my first time kind of looking in like the middle because I always ignore 6th through 17th. But you know what? I don't know what's going on there. What, what I do know is that... Man United are going through it. They recently sacked. I don't want to. Is it sacked or did they depart? Um, hmm. Let's see. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer on Man United exit. It was time to step aside. Well, yeah. Um, I'm not reading all that, but about time. No offense. But about time that man got sacked or uh, parted ways with United. Look, I'm surprised they kept him for that long. Because you know in the Prem, you know, you win three games, you lose three games in a row, you starting to get the boot. You know, it's, there's already um, manager name out, you know, trending on Twitter. So... I think Man United gave this man a lot of chances, and I'm pretty sure it's because he's like a club legend, which, you know, that's cute. But after after that loss against, I don't even know, but after maybe like the second loss um, this season, not even in the 
in the prem just like overall it was looking bad for ole for a very long time you know every week it was like you know is his job on the line you know is is he gonna be managing the team any much long no babes no he's not and i'm surprised that united gave him this many chances to try to redeem himself but yeah no after getting beat by watford who who are in 16th place yeah yeah it's bad for them so um i think now they have some interim manager um uh michael carrick i think is i don't really care but yeah it's looking bad over there at manchester for the red side um uh what other game is interesting it's nice to see norwich winning some games two years in a row two years in a row two games in a row that's cute they're still bottom three but you know progress i did want to talk about oh liverpool played today or was it yesterday match day 11 i just saw it no they played against arsenal Apparently, there was a dive by Mo Salah. I don't really feel like going over or watching these highlights videos because I don't really care. But I think um, we all know, like, not to be rude, but, like, Salah seems to be a diver. And he always gets away with it. But I'm going to just keep my mouth quiet on that situation. So we're just going to keep moving. Chelsea, I did get to watch this game uh, mainly the second half because this game is at 6 30 in the morning and who was waking up at 6 30 in the morning for this not me but they did really well especially for this to be an away game but Leicester City aren't doing too hot I believe this season so yeah Rudiger scored in the 14th minute and Gola Conte 28th minute and Christian Pulisic in the 71st minute it was very cute very good game for them and then prior to that uh, they beat no they didn't beat Burnley it was 1-1 and I have literally like two sentences um the game was interesting the Burnley Chelsea game was interesting Burnley didn't make it interesting not interesting Burnley didn't make this game easy at all for Chelsea especially in the second half like the defense were just not letting them score anything taking any shots block 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 it was both fascinating and frustrating to see um and that's all I wrote I'm not watching the highlights because no that was long ago but yeah uh the prem is looking good it's getting juice juice and you know chelsea's in first and you know that's all that matters to me so let's stay like that fellas yeah uh okay i think that's all i have to prem moving on now to the bundesliga i guess are there any like interesting news oh yeah arsenal um liverpool the managers got into a little tussle yesterday it was quite interesting to see um i'm pretty sure they were just or i think it was mainly like arteta that was a bit fired up um they had to hold him they had to hold him back a little bit but you know what in the end his team still lost so i don't know uh whatever but yeah i think that's all i got for this this week all right enough let's go to the bundesliga now what a mess of the episode is going to be. Who cares? Uh-oh, don't do that. Please, please go to... Okay. Bundesliga, I really don't feel like going over two match days. But there's less teams in the Bundesliga, so I guess we'll be okay. So match day 11 and 12 as well 
for the Bundesliga. Yeah. Okay. Um, match day 11, November 5th through 7th. Mainz, Mönchengladbach Gladbach 1 1. Bayern, Freiburg 2 1 to Bayern. Bochum, Hoffenheim 2 0 2 Bochum or Bochum. I still don't know how to pronounce that team's name. Stuttgart, Armenia 1 0 to Armenia. Wolfsburg, Augsburg. Oh, I'm having a heart attack. Augsburg, uh, 1 0 to Wolfsburg. RB Leipzig, Dortmund 2 1 to Dortmund. I mean, 2 1 to Leipzig. My apologies. Hertha, Leverkusen 1 1. Köln. Union of Berlin 2-2, Firth, Eintracht, Frankfurt 2-1 to Frankfurt. Match day 12 this past weekend, Augsburg, Bayern 2-1 to Augsburg, King, Tings only. Hoffenheim, Leipzig 2-0 to Hoffenheim, um, Armenia, Wolfsburg 2-2, Leverkusen, Bochum 1-0 to Leverkusen, Mönchengladbach, Firth 4-0 to Mönchengladbach, Dortmund, Stuttgart 2-1 to Dortmund, Union Berlin uh, Hertha Berlin 2 0 to Hertha Berlin. Freiburg Frankfurt 2 0 to Frankfurt. And Mainz Köln 1 1. Standings for Bundesliga. We have Bayern first, second Dortmund, third Freiburg, fourth Leverkusen. What is this orange and green? So with orange in fifth place, Union Berlin. And the orange means Europa League group stage. Green, sixth place for Wolfsburg, means what? uh europa conference league qualifiers okay cute and then we have bottom three stuttgart well stuttgart can do relegation playoffs bottom two armenia and Firth. jesus so um yeah did i watch the dortmund game um i watched the game against leipzig i think i have some notes on it yeah i do but i didn't get to well I had the opportunity to watch Dortmund versus Stuttgart. But the thing is, when Chelsea and Dortmund play on the same day, it's bad for me. Because the Dortmund game was maybe 10 minutes after the Chelsea game. And I need a break. Like, I need a break in between those two games. I can't go from one straight to the other. Like, I need my mind to reset. Um, especially that early in the morning. So... It was, um, I wasn't really paying attention that much to the, um, to the Dortmund game, but I will watch the highlights, I guess, since they're not long anyways. Um, seven minutes and 47 seconds. Oh, Bundesliga. Oh, this is from ESPN FC. I was going to say, Bundesliga would never do this to me. Oh, who scored? Um, Malin or Malin and what's his name Marco Royce they both scored the goals for Dortmund I don't know who scored the goal for um Stuttgart not really interested but let me do times to speed well let's do 1.75 um I think both goals were scored in the second half maybe or was it the first half I don't know, but I think uh, Stuttgart is Cobell's old team. So um, I really wish he would, he would have gotten a clean sheet against them. But still, Cobell is like a great player. Like he's such a great goalkeeper. I'm so glad that we have him. Speaking of goalkeeper, what is Roman Berkey doing with his life? Because I feel like Roman Berkey is getting paid to do nothing. Like he's getting paid to sit pretty and do nothing. I haven't seen that man at all. 
since I don't know maybe last year so Dortmund babes we need to sell him we need to make some shake because I'm not understanding um why why the man is still at the club let's take a pause because Cobell seems to be our like first choice goalkeeper which is fine with me because he's great and then we have oh I need to turn this fan off I'm getting a little chilly hold on anyways what was I saying oh yeah our second choice player or goalkeeper is hits Burks babes you need to go you need to go you know it was cute for a while because he's not getting any playing time here at Dortmund and so what are you doing babes like you're like he's literally getting paid to just sit pretty at home it don't make no scenes but anyway let's get back into the game um Dorman has some good chances here and there Stuttgart is on the run here defense uh for Dorman as we know they're just there for shites and giggles they don't actually do anything in the back Kobo has to do all the work by himself uh, I know his back hurts second half now Malin is scored speaking of Malin or Malin Oh, Marco Royce almost scored a free kick. I didn't have my glasses on at one point, and he got fouled. Malin, I thought he was Jane Sancho because you know they're both white skin and have curly hair. I said, What is this, honey? Speaking of him, he scored a uh, 55th minute cute little goal. I don't want to, is this his first BVB goal? Mayhaps, but um, whenever he does score, it's kind of like it's really nice to see because he's such a great player and he's still so young, so like he can like really really um do some good things for Dortmund I don't know how long his contract is but you know as long as he's here we're gonna appreciate him so good things there what else happened okay equalizer for Stuttgart came in the 62nd minute by some man I don't know um why did this happen oh yeah defense sleep I just don't understand and on top of that I saw this tweet they were like Zagadu is going to be playing with the under 19s or something if y'all don't put that man with the first team he don't need to be playing with them no more I'm so sorry y'all need to get this man back um in the first team we need fresh legs because the boys in the back Hummels no offense babes your knees are getting a little old look at them tricking on you uh-uh that's embarrassing and then everybody else is just it's just we're too slow in the back we're too slow in the back. We don't have time for this. We need fresh young legs. We have like our forward and our midfield is great. It is simply our defense that needs to do work because they literally just in the back for just just to do you know just to be giggly. It's not it don't, it don't mean no scene. It don't mean no scenes. So Holland is still injured, which I think it is true that he will be injured until what's it called until next year which is really frustrating but you know what as long as the boys do what they need to do until he returns um okay yeah Marco Roy scored the second goal for Dortmund um it was going to be a hazard goal goalkeeper blocked it and then Marco was just in the right place at the right time and then boom 2-1 and that's how the game ended for my bees um 
The Dortmund Leipzig game, on the other hand, it wasn't too cute. What I do remember was that Leipzig were eating Dortmund up. Appetizer, entree, and dessert with wine on the side. Chance after chance. Um, they snatched the ball from Dortmund with bliss. Catching our defenders off guard, which isn't that difficult to do anyways. It was just really bad for Dortmund. And again, Copa's doing all the work in the back. I just don't understand. Well, I can't, you know, I just um, talked about this, their most recent game, which they won. But it was so bad, especially after um, them getting that beat down in the Champions League, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But um, seeing, seeing them play or seeing them win yesterday's game was really nice because it was kind of like, okay, like, yes, you guys can do what you need to do. Because obviously we still, we have so many players that are injured. And um, a lot of them are key players and game changers. Like, what's his name? Gio. Where's my son? Like, where's my son? I need to know how my son is doing. I miss that kid. You know, I want to see him play again. And it's just like, um, on one hand, you can't really be too mad at Dortmund whenever they don't do their best or when they don't play well or if they lose a game because they are... A majority, a majority of these players are probably so tired, you know, because they're having to, you know, constantly place um, a lot of minutes and stuff because, you know, we literally have a starting 11 injured, you know, an injured starting 11. So, um, but yeah, they did really good in this last game. So I'm proud of them for that. Hopefully they can continue uh, putting in that work. And that's all I got for the Bundesliga. Um, any special news? Anything in the news? No, maybe. I did see a tweet about one of um, Bayern's people. Um, I retweeted it on my regular Twitter. Who liked this tweet? Oh, interesting. Okay, let's go. Okay, so Karl Heinz Rummenig. Um. Marco Royce deciding to join Borussia Dortmund over Byron in 2012. Quote, he didn't win many titles there. So he had a lot of stuff to say. I don't really know at this day and age why um, Bayern folks have Marco Royce living in their head rent-free. And they also have the Bundes, not Bundesliga, they also have Dortmund living in their head rent-free. Babes. You know, y'all and leave Marco Royce alone, you know? Um, twenty twelve, it's been a long time. It's it's been a long time. So y'all need to let that go, you know. It wasn't like y'all were dating or anything. He never said he was gonna commit to y'all. Um so I'm just not understanding why you have to bring this up. Plus, it's better for a player to, you know, play on a team that's not corrupt, you know. You can win all the titles in the world, but does it really matter when you're corrupt? Hmm. Yeah. So keep Marco Royce's name out of your mouths. Donkey very much. Anyways, um I think that's all it. I didn't even get to look at the real news. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's a lot of uh, vaccine situations happening also at Bayern, which is very laughable. I think I did talk about this before with Joshua Kimmich. 
I still think he doesn't have his vaccine. And then Serge Nabry, Jamal Musiala, Eric Maxim Chupamoting, and Michael Cuisance, sure, have gone into quarantine. They had contact with the person in the entourage of the FC Bayern team who had tested positive for COVID. So I'm assuming that those one, two, three, four players have not been vaccinated. And some of the unvaccinated players are irritated that the club's decision to cut their salaries was leaked publicly. The players are hoping for more support in public. There's talk about loss of trust and effects on the atmosphere within the team. Interesting. Well, maybe if y'all would just get vaccinated. Like, really, what's so hard about that? Like, I really don't want to dig into this topic again, but what's so hard about getting a needle stuck in your stuck in your arm twice maybe you'll feel some symptoms here and there like i just don't understand i don't i just don't understand and again like you're not doing it just for you you're doing it for your team like your teammates and your family and friends it don't mean no scene it don't mean no scene anyways uh i think that's it i'm not really seeing much Verder Bremen coach quits over claims of fake vaccine certificate. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Let's talk about the Champions League now. I'm literally just going to go over some results. Um, I don't remember nothing that happened in the Bundesliga. I mean, see, I'm going crazy. Um, in the Champions League. So, the last games were at the beginning of the month. November 2nd and third so is that thunder it's always raining here hold on let me check the weather real quick that means it's gonna be freezing cold tomorrow speaking of y'all i don't understand my university um so thanksgiving break is coming up um which literally thanksgiving is coming up in a couple days um we have two days of classes right and then we have three days of a break, which really isn't a break because I personally have so much work to do. Um, literally won't even be going home for Thanksgiving break because I have an essay to write. I have a book to finish reading, a book report to write. I have an article analysis. I have way too much stuff to do. And I just know that I won't be able to focus when I go home. Like, I literally, when I go home, I do not do any work. I do not think about school or class when I go home. But um, we have our little break. And then after Thanksgiving break... We have classes again Monday and Tuesday and then reading days for exam. It just don't make no sense. Like they could have either given us the entire week off for Thanksgiving um, and then we would have done Monday and Tuesday for class or they could have done that Monday and Tuesday, um, you know, going into Thanksgiving break and then that next Monday and Tuesday after Thanksgiving break, they would have just let it be reading day or something it i don't know i don't get it but anyways it very much is raining so if you hear thunder that is why um back to champions league my apologies for going on a tangent so malmo chelsea ended one nil to chelsea wolfsburg rb salzburg two one to wolfsburg Real young boys two nil to Real. juventus zenit four nil not four nil four two to juventus Bayern Benfica 5-2 to Bayern Sevilla Lille 2-1 to Lille Dynamo Kiev Barcelona 1-0 to Barcelona Atalanta Man United 2-2 Real Madrid Shakhtar Donetsk 2-1 to Real Madrid Milan Porto 1-1 Sporting 
Portugal Sporting, whatever, and Besiktas 4-0-2 Sporting. Dortmund Ajax 3-1-2 Ajax. Sheriff Inter 3-1-2 Inter. Liverpool, Real Madrid, not Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, 2-0 to Liverpool, Man City, Club Bruges, 4-1 to City, and then RB Leipzig, PSG, 2-2. Whoa, I'm out of breath. Okay. So, Chelsea, Hakim Ziyech scored the goal for them. And then, uh, what other games? Interesting. Not interested in that. Did Weston score? No, he did not score in this um, Juventus game. But Paulo Dybala, who I haven't heard his name in a long time, he scored twice in this game along uh, with Federico Chiesa, who scored in the 73rd minute, and Alvaro Morata in the 82nd minute. Next. Um, no. Why are you guys taking me all the way? Sorry, I have to scroll down. I'm not interested in that. Sevilla Lille. Um, Jonathan David, uh, CONCACAF guy. He plays for Canada. He scored for them in the 43rd minute. And then Nanitamo Ikone scored in the 51st minute for Lille. Totally just ignored the goal scored by Sevilla. My apologies. But I'm not going back. Um, I don't even remember what games I watched. Definitely watched Dortmund Ajax, unfortunately. And you know what? I will say it was looking good in the beginning for Dortmund. We scored the goal. Uh, we scored the first goal. 37th minute. Well, prior to that, Mats Hummels got a, a red card. I think it was a straight red. Uh, I don't have anything written down. Do I really want to go over this? Okay, I'm just going to face the fact. This is probably going to be like an hour and 40 minute long episode. My apologies in advance. But um, I don't remember if he already had a yellow or if this was a straight red. Let's go ahead and speed this up. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I really thought Dorman had this in their bag because um, this was a home game. You know, they had that home foot advantage. They had their fans, you know, singing and hooting and hollering for them. But that was the case. Um, 20. Yeah, Dorman had their chains here and there. Let's see what went down. Uh-huh. Okay, so we have Matt Hummels. Uh, he challenged or fouled number 11. Here's the thing. Actually, let me put this in slow mode. Because this honestly wasn't a red card. And I think this was like a straight red. I think this was maybe a yellow. If you wanted to give a card, give a yellow at least. Because this number 11 for, what's his name? For IX. He's like. He's doing a little bit of a Neymar. Um, love the guy, but, you know, he can be a bit dramatic at times. So, Hummels comes in. But, like, he doesn't really catch this man at all. Like, he doesn't, like, his, his stud. 
studs are not, you know, attacking his ankles. He didn't, like, break his knee or anything. Like, he didn't actually make that much contact with this man, and especially with this um, theatrics theatrics that this um, number 11 has got going on. Um, He made it seem like... um, there was more damage done but i don't think there was any damage at all and i don't know if um doorman tried to appeal this i'm pretty sure by now we would have heard news about it but i genuinely do not think that was a red card um that was really frustrating to see that not even var um ruled it out but then again who was the manager i mean who was the ref for this game if it was that british guy i'm not surprised the one who looks like he'd be on um willy wonka yup Yep, that very much is him. Yeah, he's not seeing heaven. He's not seeing heaven for that. Um, let's see. Dorman did get a penalty. Like the 30-something minute. Um, foul was made on Jude. And then Marco Roy scored the penalty. And then everything just went downhill from there. Um, uh-oh, I lost it. My bad. Duzon. Actually, no. They were doing pretty well. Because they had a 1-0 lead up until the 72nd minute in the second half. And then Duzon Tadic scored. Sebastian Holler scored in the 83rd minute, and then Davi Klassen scored in the 90th uh, minute, like um, 93rd minute of extra time. Dortmund were actually holding up, but they fumbled the bag at the last minute. Oh, that was so annoying to see, but you know what? It happens. But um, I don't know. There's still one more, one more group stage game left for them to play. And that'll be this week, actually. Cute. So Tuesday, November 23rd, Dynamo Kiev and Bayern face each other. Villarreal and Man United face each other. Chelsea, Juventus face each other. Barcelona and Benfica face each other. Sevilla, Wolfsburg. Malmo, Zenit. Lil Salzburg. Young Boys, Atalanta. And then Wednesday, November 24th, uh, Besiktas, Ajax, Inter, Shakhtar Donetsk, Sporting, Dortmund, Man City, PSG, Atletico Madrid, Milan, AC Milan, uh, Liverpool, Porto, Club Bruges, RB Leipzig, Sheriff, Real Madrid. Looking forward to those games this week. Um, I will actually be able to watch them, I think, because, um, yeah, I will be able to watch them. Cute. Love that for myself. All right. Standings. Hmm. I'm not interested. All right. Let's move on. What do I have next? International break. <sighs> okay, let's let's um see what I can tackle here. How long is this? 35 minutes. I really don't want to make this too long. Um okay, so World Cup qualifying or qualifiers another round was last week. Um I don't really have I mainly have stuff for the US men's national team kind of not really like I literally don't have anything I I have nothing written down on this Google Docs except for like mainly football drama. I just have like topics and I'm just gonna have to see remember why I wrote these things down. Um European qualifiers, I wanted to pick on a certain country because 
I just want to, you know, um, just get my onion on them in that country. Um, uh, beans on toast. So England had a bit of a feast this past international break. So they faced... If I could find it through all of these countries. Oh my goodness. They have so many games in the European qualifiers. But then again, they have like the most um, spots out of all of qualif- like all of the federations. Where are they? Why don't I see their flag? England? Question mark? Wait, this been making me mad. England. That's October. I need November. Okay, so they played against Albania um, November 12th. That ended 5-0. And then November 15th, they played San Marino and beat them 10-0. Now, unfortunately, I think I'm going to go over who scored these goals for them. So we have Harry Maguire in the ninth minute. This is the game against Albania. Harry Maguire... Harry Kane scored a hat-trick, and then Jordan Henderson. And then the game against um, Ingle, I mean San Marino, Harry Maguire, again, we have an own goal from San Marino's player. Uh, Harry Kane scored a, hat, a hat-trick, one, two, three, he scored four goals. Uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, Tyrone Mings, Tammy Abraham, and Bukayo Saka. So, I just, like, want to just talk a little bit because a lot of people are like um hyping up the british and making it seem like they're such a great team and everything but i just really feel like it's giving fraudulent at times because um no offense to the other teams like no offense to albania or no offense to san marino i just hate how these like big thrashing like goal thrashing games are making it seem like um england are just the greatest team in the world they're not because um they couldn't pull this you know against an italy or a um a i don't know who they play against a germany or denmark they didn't they didn't pull stuff like this and obviously those are like um i don't see i hate the like bigger team bigger country small country i don't want to like say that because you never know you never know because sometimes the quote-unquote smaller teams will eat you up and you won't even see it coming. But I just really think that we need to pipe down just a little bit. Especially with Harrington Kane. Because Harrington Kane, um, especially with when it comes to Tottenham, I think he is an undercover spy. I think he's like a... What is it called? Like, a, you know, like the game Mafia. Um, when, you know, you never... You don't know who the Mafia is. You're just kind of like trying to look. And I think that's him for Tottenham. Because he's not doing any of this stuff for Tottenham. He's not doing any of this stuff for the Spuds. But he's, you know, eating it up with um you know his his three lions i just i just need us to pipe down a little bit um and it is like hard to dislike england because i do like a lot of their players but it's just kind of like we need to pipe down just a little bit because let's have them face a france um let's have them face a brazil even or something you know and we'll see if they'll keep that same 
um, 10 nil, 9 nil, 8 nil thrashing. We'll see about that. You know, I just, I don't want people to get all excited, you know, for their teams to be, you know, scoring 10 goals against uh, other countries. And then, you know, they get to the World Cup and it's crickets. You know what I'm saying? So let's, let's calm down just a little bit with the Beans on Toast community. Um, and that's all I have to say about that. Um, I would really like to go over more European stuff. It's just... There are way too many games happening, way too many countries to go over. So, yeah, but France have been eating as well. Oh, I need to go over the list of teams that have um, actually qualified so far. Is this the list? Yeah, I'll go over that list at the end. So I'm going to skip everything else and I'm just going to go um, talk about the US national team. I'm going to watch the two highlights um videos that they have and we'll go from there they did win both of their games which is really nice um again like we are going to the world cup like duh the u.s men's national team are going to the world cup um we just gotta be a little patient with them but they did do really well uh they did not win both the games i'm lying they won the first game the second game they drew which was kind of annoying but you know a point is a point um let's go over Concacaf world cup qualifying so the final round for this year i believe yeah because the upcoming rounds are um happening in january so um why are why are there no why are there no oh i don't like how they jumbled these all together like come on where's the organization so okay yeah Friday, November 12th was the first round of games for CONCACAF. Honduras, Panama ended 3-2 to Panama. Canada, Costa Rica, 1-0 to Canada. El Salvador, Jamaica, 1-1. USA, Mexico, 2-0 to Mexico. I mean, ooh, how fake of me. So sorry, 2-0 to USA, 2-0. Um, Jamaica, USA, oh, sorry, November 16th now. Jamaica, USA, 1-1. Panama, El Salvador, 2-1 to Panama. Costa Rica, Honduras, 2-1 to Costa Rica. Canada, Mexico, 2-1 to Canada. And then the upcoming games will happen in January. So, current standings. Um, Canada's in first. USA, second, third, Mexico, fourth, Panama, fifth, Costa Rica, sixth, Jamaica, seventh, uh, El Salvador, and eighth place on Honduras. So, USA were first, you know, for cute amount of time, but Canada beating them actually winning both of their games or their last three games put them up, um, which is fine as long as it's, you know, not Mexico. But I really liked um the way the guys played on uh friday against mexico it was looking a bit rough at first unfortunately both of the goals came in the second half christian pulisic got subbed on and scored in the 74th minute and then weston mckinney scored in the 85th minute miles robinson was given a red card i think it was a straight red or it was i think it was a second yellow um 
so he got sent off and he had he just um went ahead and went home after that um he wasn't going to be able to play in the next match Weston McKinney was also given a yellow as well so he wasn't able to play in the match against Jamaica so he just went ahead and went back to Italy so that's how that ended um and then the game against Jamaica um I'm not that disappointed with the draw. I do wish that the boys played just a little bit better. Obviously, like, with away games, um, I hate to make this excuse, but, like, the boys just are so unserious. Like, they are truly an unserious team when they play away. Um, Timmy scored in the 11th minute, and then for Jamaica, Michael Antonio scored a banger absolute banger um and then second half i don't really know nothing really happened but it was just really frustrating to see usa did have some chances um but none of them were just able to go um go through and i really felt like this could have been a winnable game you know but again second half they were just at times looking so unserious first time even i mean not first time first half even they were looking a, a bit unserious at times but um i'd rather them a point than no point so i'm fine with that but i just really hate how you know we do so well in these away in these home games and when it comes to away like yeah i get you know pitch elevation is a thing and like you know getting used to the atmosphere i get that um but it's kind of like fellows fellas we should be used to this by now but um again a point is a point and i'll take it so yeah um i think that's all i have for Concacaf and world cup qualifying overall i'm gonna talk about who has already qualified for the world cup so far obviously cutter cutter qatar um they are hosting it so obviously they get to um they get their spot whatever you know what i'm trying to mean uh you know what i'm trying to say so germany denmark brazil belgium france croatia spain serbia switzerland england netherlands and argentina so all of those teams have qualified for the world cup already 13 of them there are 19 spots left and obviously the united states of america is going to be one of them hello like we got to speak it into existence plus they're doing so well like honestly i was talking to my mom about this the other day and whenever my mom compliments like um you know teams or just anything like you know how good you have to be or how impressive you have to be for my mom to acknowledge you like my mom was saying how like she really thinks that the group of boys that they have for the men's national team like they're really good and i was like yeah you're right queen like they are doing really well and i really um i'm really happy that um they are you know doing so great and i hope they continue to you know eat up um when are the next or not when who did they play next they play el salvador next i really want to go to a world cup qualifying game like i think i i would be willing to skip class to go to one of their games it just depends on the location because um the state i live in i would literally have to travel so far to um go to any footy game like i have no other choice but to travel because i don't live in um in a state that cares about footy so um yeah what is this tweet cristiano ronaldo will soon be confirmed as captain 
of Manchester United. McGuire will step down. Don't make me laugh. All right, enough of World Cup qualifying. Also, oh, speaking of Ronaldo, it's looking like Portugal might not be going to the World Cup. Um, I think they're having to go into the uh, like playoffs, which is kind of sick. But they played against some team, and that scored like a last-minute goal on them that shook them up a little bit. Not Portugal World Cup. Let me say Portugal national team. Yeah, Serbia. They faced Serbia, and it was... 1-1, Renato Sanchez scored in the second minute. Duzan Tadic scored in the 33rd minute. And then 90th minute, Alex Alexander Mit- Mitrovic scored for Serbia and shook up, shook up the Portuguese. So, yeah, it's looking bad for the Porch of Geese. And they have qualified for the World Cup. Zing. That's tough. Okay, next on this list, or on this Google Docs form, I have Jaden Sancho. Why do I have Jaden Sancho on here? That's a great question. Um, I don't know what's going on with Sancho. Again, I just really want for United to just give us our boy back because y'all simply aren't doing like y'all aren't doing anything with my boy i think i saw something where they were talking about well one he didn't get called up at all um he didn't called up get called up for the what's it called for the world cup qualifying matches he didn't get called up but i think there was something like they were going to teach him how to play a new position. I don't know. Oh, I'm kind of annoyed at how I couldn't. <laughs> I don't remember why I wrote his name down. Either way, it seems like a lot of people are worried about Sancho and him being at United. Um, I am one of the girlies because I just, it's really frustrating, um, that, you know, he just left Dortmund to, um, you know, go to hot garbage juice, but, um, you know, we move hopefully with this new manager or whatever, things can start looking up for not United, but specifically Sancho. I could care about, I care less about United, but I'm just kind of like, you know it's not looking too good for my boy and i don't want people calling him a flop or anything but it's just like wow it's kind of sick it's kind of sick but yeah sorry i don't know why i had sancho on here uh maybe next time i'll figure it out okay uh ballon d'or i don't know when the ceremony is going to be happening but apparently messi has won it and i just wanted to say this stop giving messi the ballon d'or stop giving ronaldo the ballon d'or stop they have enough i think they have six each y'all are insane give it to someone else for crying out loud i don't even like this man 
And I would be willing, like, I would much rather the Ballon d'Or go to Robert Lewandowski. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. I don't even like the man like that. But I would rather it go to him. It's just like, we have got to understand that there are other players that exist in football other than Ronaldo or Messi and Ronaldo. And Ronaldo's in kind of a, he's kind of in a, a bad place right now. So we're not going to focus on him. But like Messi, yes, we, we get it. We get it. He's the greatest player in the world. He's the greatest footy player ever. Beep boop, beep bop, beep bop, beep bop. Yeah, we get it. But we have got to, um, we have got to stop giving him the boon door. We can appreciate him as an athlete and as a player yes but we don't have to give him all the awards especially this one like people have been saying how Lewandowski have been robbed or has been robbed for like two years straight you know I I I don't want to say I agree because you know I don't want to but again I would just rather him get the Ballon d'Or like ladies and gentlemen come on we got we let's let's think about this doesn't make sense to give another golden ball to a player who already has six lot come on and a lot of people are saying because he won the Copa america and he finally won something with his international team that's cute and all but still like y'all have got to let it go like, i genuinely hate to say this but i don't think certain players are gonna fully get the appreciation that they deserve until messi and on the side ronaldo until they retire and at this point, they're still playing. I don't know when they're ever going to retire because they still look fresh for some reason. But um, I'm just ready for um, that day to come because we need to start giving other players appreciation, you know, without, you know, them having to worry about battling Messi and Ronaldo because they're always going to be seen as, you know, the top top guns, top choice of everything. When in reality, you know, we need to get we need to start giving appreciation to other players, appreciation to other players. So yeah that's just my opinion that's my onion no biggie no biggie the ceremony day is november 29th so that's why uh that's next monday uh yes yeah, next monday because i have my paper due that day oh i'm an exhausted woman but yeah that's all i wanted to say for that i don't know who exactly all is on the list um but yeah there's a lot of talk about the ballon d'or when they're already confirmed and it's messy which kind of makes me sick to my stomach we don't know yet that could probably be a rumor but i really hope it's just a rumor because if it is going to messy then um <sighs> heavy size heavy size what else do i have on this list oh my god i have so much okay next up or the second to last thing i have to talk about uh both are Barcelona related. Ronald Koeman is booted. Finally, he got the boot from Barca. And now Xavi is um, managing the team. And it looks like um, I'm really excited about this because I feel like Xavi is actually a serious man. Um, he takes his job seriously. And so um, the, he already won his first game with Barca yesterday. Uh, Memphis Supply scored a penalty and it was 1-0. So I I think it's going to be really good because Xavi, um, he did really well with his previous team. Um, I think they were on like a winning streak or something. Um, so yeah, he's doing, he's he's going to be, like Barca's in good hands. Like I'm, I'm really happy about this. Um, not so great news. Sergio Aguero has to retire 
um i talked a couple probably the last episode because it's been like two weeks but i talked a while ago about how he had like a, a heart issue or heart complications uh during that one game against i don't remember the team but he has to retire due to it so it says that he suffered a cardiac arrhythmia during a 1-1 home draw against Alaves at the start of November and then this had ruled him out for three months now it is said that he's gonna have to retire from the game as a direct result of these difficulties now um next week a press conference has been scheduled to announce the retirement of Sergio Griffith football and da da da. So yeah, it's gonna be really emotional. Um and it's gonna be really sad. I really wish we got to see just a little bit more of uh him um playing at Barca because you know I didn't really get to see him play that much. Um well only if like a team was playing a city because I don't care about city like that. But you know, um I really wish we got to see him play a little bit more with Barca. But if it's if it's for the best, then like, you know, it sucks that he has to retire. But I would rather a player not take that risk and having to worry about if his heart is going to, you know, stop working on him while he's playing than for him to just like go ahead and retire. Um, so, again, it sucks. But I mean, what else can he do? Um, but he's not like retiring a loser. You know, he's retiring um a great player a legend for his team especially man city so yeah a lot of people are gonna be sad about this but you know his health is really the number one priority here and it's better for him to focus on his health than to you know again like continue playing and then having to like worry about in the back of his mind you know taking like precautions and stuff and this and that so um i just hope he continues to do well not do well well yes do well but like continue to um get healthy and you know get feel better and everything and yeah it really sucks like this news really sucks but um if it's for the best and it's for the best so um the last thing i have before i get into football drama these are both really disgusting things um so trigger warning sexual assault we have two Mindy situations. The first one is about Benjamin Mindy. There's more stuff. There's more stuff coming out about Benjamin Mindy. He's literally so ugly. Anyways, um, he's been charged with two further rapes. Um, let's see. Has been he's been go away. He's been summoned to appear at Stockport Magistrates Court on Wednesday. 27-year-old who remains in custody is now facing six, six counts of rape and one count of sexual assault. The charges relate to four complaints over the age of 16 and are alleged to have taken place between October 2020 and August 2021. Um, don't care about his achievements. Uh, Lewis... Saha Maturi was also previously charged with four counts of rape in relation to the alleged attacks uh, between March 2021 and August 2021. The 40-year-old from Essels or Eccles has also been charged with two. Uh, okay, um, disgusting. Both men are due to go on trial on uh, January 24, 2022, and I hope they both go to jail. So, um, uh, 
like, yeah, that's really all I wanted to say. I already said uh, my, you know, I wish you well and hell to Ben Mendy. So I really, um, that's all I wanted to say. Again, I hate bringing up this stuff. Like, I hate talking about stuff like this. But, like, I just want to hold men and um, footballers accountable because I'm tired of them just getting away with things and people not talking about it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, again, um, I hope he goes to jail. There is another Mendy. Also, apparently they used my boy, Edward Mendy. Um, some website used his picture to, like, talk about this situation look y'all have y'all have got to do your facts and get your facts straight and all that yeah he accused him of racism due to their actions i know that's right go ahead and get you some cute coin edward so there's also this furland mindy um which Oh, he's also just kidding. I guess he was also um, in Edward's play. Like they mistaked him for being Benjamin Mindy, like in an article or something. But there's also a thing that says Furland Mindy accused of kicking a woman in the head before flashing his genitals. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, many of them appear to center on French football or French footballers. Real Madrid's Ferland Mendy directly called out for one despicable act. During a conversation on Twitter spaces, Molina noted that Mendy is accused of hitting a woman before knocking her to the ground, kicking her in the head, and then flashing his genitals at her. It is believed that the victim was later admitted to the hospital for her injuries. This tweet says Ferland Mendy allegedly hit a woman, knocked her to the ground, kicked her. I just said that. Um... Given that his track record of uncovering football's seedier side is first class, we can be assured uh, to his actions. That is um, ridiculous. Um, and that's the only article I see about that. But, you know, he's 26. Hmm. I just want men to stop specifically french men because they seem to be the one that are out of pocket and I, I don't understand like i don't understand there's something in the water is there something in the juice over there in france because you know when i when i was there i i mean i was perfectly fine you know when i visited france um when i was younger so i, I is there something in the water something in the juice or is it you know when you get a little bit of coin when you make a little bit of money you start getting a big head is that it uh that might be it but anyways that's all i have to say about that sorry for um all of the you know triggering you know sexual assault and assaulting and all that stuff um okay football drama well we got more france french people drama in in assaulting question mark so the news came out last week i don't or last week or last last week whatever i don't remember the day specifically but tanya harding was trending on twitter and because i'm nosy i decided to take a peek only to find out it wasn't about tanya harding at all so the first tweet i saw was from at gffn which is get french football news and it stated breaking psg and france teammate aminata diallo 
in police custody on allegations of attempting to physically injure Kira Hamroy, Ham, Hamroy, Ham, Ham, Hamroy, um, I'll give her a nickname soon, uh, to eliminate her in competition for places by having two masked men drag her, Hamroy, uh, Ham, Hamraou, 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 moving on, um, to drag her out of her car and punch her and hit her legs. So the story says that Diallo drove her to and from a team mill. She dropped off another teammate before the attack happened. Uh, it was last Thursday. So last Thursday. What? Did, wait, last Thursday or last last Thursday? Last Thursday? Whatever. She was in police custody. All right. She was in police custody. And when I first read this, I was like, you know what? This is crazy. You know, but at that point, I didn't know who Kira was. I did recognize the name, but I wasn't sure. And it wasn't until I did some more scrolling that I saw Miss Mama's like the, a picture of her. And she's the blonde, curly haired woman who used to play um, for Barca. And she transferred to PSG not too long ago. So I think she played at PSG for a little bit. She went to Barcelona and she went back to PSG, which maybe I hope um, she probably regrets that decision. But nothing else was really stated. Like we all knew at that point um that you know diallo was in police custody for planning a crime against her teammate well some news regarding the investigation came out monday last monday eric abidal who was a former french international and barca relation person i think he was like a um sporting director or some high up person anyways he has been inserted into the investigation along with his wife hyatt Abidal, and he's being questioned because it is said that he could have played a part in the attack on Miss Curly as a way of getting personal revenge after a possible relationship with her. So it said that like his wife mainly is probably the one who planned this um, because he and Kira were having an affair while he was at Barcelona or while she was at Barcelona. The French newspaper claimed that the investigators discovered that the chip and Miss Curly's phone was registered under Abidal's name. And he allegedly called Miss Curly days after the crime. When she did get injured, her arms and legs were hit by an iron bar um, by these two masked men. And for Miss Um for Miss Abidal, in the past, again, it seems that she's uh given Miss Curly some threats. So I'm assuming um you know this was while she was at barca obviously and it's just it's a lot it's a lot to all handle but miss curly posted pictures on social media i believe um this happened november 4th she was left needing stitches and missed the champions league game through injury <clears throat> her teammate was arrested on suspicion of organizing the attack but has since denied the allegation after being released from custody. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So if you look at these pictures, it's, it looks very bad. Like you can see like uh, the bruise on the back of her leg and like the cut and everything. Like it's looking very bad for her. Um, she said, my attacker hit me with an iron bar several times. I saw that he was mainly targeting my legs and I was trying to protect myself with my hands, she told the police. At the time, I didn't see a weapon. They immediately started yelling, open the door, open the door. The one on my side grabbed me and pulled me out of the vehicle. 
Before he grabbed a rectangular iron bar that he had hidden in his pants or under his sweater, he gave me a first blow from the first moments of the assault to force me out of the cabin. I fell on the road and then on the on the right side of the road my attacker hit me with an iron bar several times i saw that he was mainly targeting my legs and i was trying to protect myself with my hands the scene lasted several minutes it seemed long to me aminata told me it was faster i think the two individuals fled because cars were coming to the streets they started running in the direction of the traffic we quickly lost sight of them i think a car should be waiting for them nearby she also refers to hearing the term you like to sleep with married men during the assault a detail confirmed by diallo who was being detained by the second stranger throughout the attack after sustaining serious injuries she was taken to the hospital and has until to stay off work for three weeks but she was reportedly resumed she has reportedly resumed individual training, yet is being aided by a psychologist and benefits for um, close protection set up by the club. So yeah, it's kind of off and weird how um, Diallo was arrested. Like, hmm. Because it seems like she... D dead ass didn't set this up she didn't like do this at all because i saw this tweet oh if i could hold on i think it's on my phone not my um because i'm logged into my twitter on my computer but it's my it's my um oh my my friend texting me um i'm recording for pod almost done <laughs> I feel bad. Now she's going to be like, I know you don't want to talk to me. As that's not the case at all. I didn't even see. Um, oh, yeah. Killian Mbappe had some book that he released recently. And he invited her to the invitation like of the, uh, what's it called? The, the book premiere? I don't know. But she said, thank you for the invitation and congratulations, Akilian Bape, for the uh, something on your uh, autobiography. And yes, that was in French, but I translated it because, you know, I'm a French queen. Anyways, so I think she's, I think like she's in the clear because, I mean, she wouldn't be showing her face to the public if she was guilty. So it kind of sucks how, like, that was put on her. And not trying to be messy, but I do think that the Abidal couplet has uh, something to do with this. Because it's been kind of shaking Rocky. Especially if they heard the, um, the... Uh, the hitman saying you like to sleep with married men yeah yeah it's looking bad so i think this case is gonna be um we're gonna we are going to um how do i say this this case is going to be open for a long time and we are going to continue to get details and i'm just you know looking forward to seeing how this all plays out because so messy it is so so messy so i just hope that everyone's fine i hope that kira is um you know dealing with her injuries and she's um doing well 
speaking to a therapist and all that good stuff and hope miss diallo is okay as well because you know for someone to accuse you of something like this and then like for everyone to know like oh my goodness this woman you know so yeah i hope she's doing okay as well um but yeah this juice juice this is stuff you see in like movies what and there's so much drama happening at paris Saint Germain. they need they need uh all or nothing with amazon because the juice over there is is delicious but that's all for today's episode so sorry if it was chaotic and long but i did what i needed to do i went through a lot and yeah i am exhausted um classes are beating me up and you know i'm just gonna have to keep fighting because the semester's almost done i have i have good grades like i'm not saying like i'm not filling in my classes like i have um i have a's and b's well my b's are literally like 89s that can go up to an a so i'm really trying to make sure like i do really well these next couple of uh weeks so that like those b's can turn into a's but other than that you know i'm just really stressed out it's really easy for me to get stressed out so i'm not surprised that like i'm I'm feeling very overwhelmed by certain things but um again like this upcoming week i'm just gonna like work 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 um i wouldn't like to you know chill and take a break but i unfortunately can't do that because i have a lot of work to do and yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode so sorry again for not uploading the past two weeks um i just you know i'm really stressed out but you know it'll all be over soon um this semester will be over and hopefully i'll have some time to record more and all that stuff and actually focus on the footy world but yeah i hope you're doing well if you have like exams and stuff coming up i hope that you're doing well in your exams um happy thanksgiving um thankful for you you guys whoever you are that listens and yeah um i think that's it think if that's it you can follow social media uh football drama social media at football's drama instagram and twitter and um yeah just continue to stay safe um stay healthy um it's getting a little chilly out here so bundle up babes and yeah that's all i have for tonight thank you so much for listening i'll see you guys in the next one